like to first say that I am thankful for every soldier that ever gave their life to make it possible for me to stand here today. And I'm thankful for the Lord that made it possible for me to stand here today. Reading in Genesis chapter 41 this time, we'll begin at verse 48. 38, excuse me, Genesis 41, 38. And Pharaoh said unto his servants, Can we find such a one as this, a man in whom the Spirit of God is? And Pharaoh said unto Joseph, Forasmuch as God hath shewed all these things, all this, there is none so discreet and wise as thou art. Thou shalt be over my house, and according unto thy word shall all my people be ruled. Only in the throne will I be greater than thou. And Pharaoh said unto Joseph, See, I have set thee over all the land of Egypt. And Pharaoh took off his ring from his hand, and put it upon Joseph's hand, and arrayed him in vestures of fine linen, and put a gold chain about his neck, and he made him to ride in the second chariot which he had. And they cried before him, Bow the knee, and he made him a ruler over all the land of Egypt. Joseph had been through a lot already in his young life, sold by his own brothers into slavery, falsely accused by Potiphar's wife, as we heard in our scripture reading, and thrown into prison because of that false accusation. He'd been forgotten by the chief butler who he'd interpreted his dream there in prison. I suppose it would have been easy for uh, Joseph to say, where is God? Where is he? I've been faithful. Why would all of these kind of things happen to me when I've been faithful? Is God even in control? I obeyed my father. I've been faithful. And this is what I get. We've probably all had times in our lives where we felt something similar. And the enemy of our soul would want you to feel that way. In fact, he would tell you, just give up. There's no point in trying. You've done your best. And for what use? You know, Joseph could have did all that. But he didn't. You know, he decided to remain faithful. That, that was the choice that he made. And even though those things came his way, that would discourage really anyone why he just said, I'm going to be faithful. And he came out on the winning side of it every time. You look at each one of the situations why sold as a slave, next thing you know, he's ruling Potiphar's house. Falsely accused, winds up in prison, he's ruling the prison. Amazing. You don't see that. But it happened. Even even the, the jailer trusted him so much. Why, whatever Joseph says, that's what's going to happen in here. Why? Because he remained 
faithful. Anyone that remains faithful to the Lord will come out on the winning side every time. Even though there were years that, and mind you, these were years that it seemed like things kept going wrong, Joseph held on to his faith. He held on uh, to what he had because he knew that God would see him through, even though it wasn't easy. And, And it would have been very easy to question all these things. What is your will for me, Lord? You know, I've often Uh, thought of our orchestra and it's made up of so many different instruments and they all come together at just the right time. You know, the music in here was beautiful this morning again, as it always is. But when all those musicians come together and they play the right note at the right time on key, it is beautiful. And uh, I appreciate that. Several years ago, I, I think we were setting up for uh, one of the Christmas concerts in here, I just happened to look at the music of the timpani drum. You ever looked at that before? I did. You want to know what it looks like? Just pages and pages of rests. You, you don't see any music notes there. I just saw Gary laughing. He plays that. Just pages. And... and Sometimes 30, 40 bars of nothing. And I thought to myself, as I was looking at that, uh, most of the time, what are they doing? They're just counting. Eight, two, three, four. Nine, two, three, four. Ten, two, three, four. On and on. But what is that counting? It's faithful. It's faithful. Why? By counting, they're just being faithful because there is coming a time and there will be a time when they will need to play. There will be uh, that time after all of that counting when you want to hear them. When all of a sudden it's perfect and it's that moment, it's powerful. Yes, all of a sudden, at the very right moment, you can just hear that boom, boom, boom. You hear it in your mind's ear? Why? It's just powerful when it's done at the right exact moment. Wouldn't be powerful if it came in at the wrong time. But no, when they do it at the right time, and that drummer just decides, I'm going to be faithful, and I'm going to count all of those rests, and he comes in just at the right time, it just becomes spectacular. The Lord has a place for you. And He has a right time for you. He had a place for Joseph, and He had a right time for Joseph. And Joseph was faithful. And when those times came, Joseph was just ready to do the Lord's bid and the Lord's will. Why, when it was that time? Will you be faithful? Will you say, Lord, uh, no matter what, why, it might seem like maybe you've even uh, forgotten about me here. But Lord, You have a plan for my life. Lord, I want to be ready. I want to be faithful. So when it comes that time for me to step in, Lord, here I am. The Lord can use that. 
The Lord wants to use that, and the Lord needs people like that. There's a conversation that I would have loved to have heard, and that was when Potiphar came home one day and said to his wife, you know that servant that we used to have, that boy named Joseph, the one we threw into prison, He's now my boss. He's now second in command over all of Egypt. You see, man may have put him down, but God exalted him. God exalted him. And He made sure, if that wasn't enough, that everybody knew about it. Everyone in Egypt, Joseph's brothers found out about it. His father, Potiphar and his wife, the chief butler, all the surrounding countries, why they found out who was faithful. Yes, the Lord exalted him. There were years, years where he could have wondered, where are you, Lord? Where are you? Have you lost control here? No. He said, I'm going to be faithful. And there was the Lord to lift him up in due time. You wonder what the Lord's plan is for your life? I don't know. But the Lord knows. And He has a plan for you. And He said, will you just be faithful? Will you just continue on following me? He says, I am still in control. You look around this world, you wonder who's in control. God is still in control. Consider Daniel chapter 6. It says, when the decree was signed uh, that no man was to pray to anyone except for the king for 30 days, Why, Daniel made a decision there. He thought to himself, I'm going to remain faithful to my God, even though I know what the consequence is. There may come times in our lives we have to make a choice. Well, Daniel faced a very serious one, and he he chose to remain faithful. Yes, I know what could happen if I don't listen to the king's decree. But we read on in that same chapter in the 22nd verse, after he'd gone through the test, after he had remained faithful, after he had been thrown into the den of the lions, the king looked down into that den and he yelled down in there, Daniel, has thy God been able to save thee? Yes. Says, my God has sent his angel. The Lord will be there for you. You remain faithful. The Lord will be there for you. So that my God has sent His angel and has shut the lion's mouth. Amen. God is faithful to those that are faithful to Him. Were there times that looked bleak? Oh yes. 
Was there any chance for discouragement? Oh, yes. What do we do in those times? We remain faithful. Why, we have these beautiful examples in front of us of how God took them through. He will take you through. The Lord will be faithful to you. Why, it may seem like where, where is the control in this world? Well, God is still in control. These things, you look at all the different kingdoms Daniel went through. Kingdoms came, kingdoms went. He remained faithful to God. And again, uh, just like Joseph, in every situation that he was put into, God exalted him. God set him over people he shouldn't have been over. God's faithful. So let's be faithful ourselves. Those same lions did not keep their mouth shut when his accusers were thrown into that same den of lions. No, it says that they break all their bones in pieces or ever they came at the bottom of the den. Again, God exalted Daniel for being faithful. And God will exalt you if you are faithful. Just remain faithful. Shadrach, Meshach, Abednego face a similar challenge. Bow to the king's idol or be cast into the fiery furnace. And this was King Nebuchadnezzar, no less. Has God lost control? No, we're just going to be faithful. We will not bow. Daniel chapter 3, it said, We are not careful to answer thee in this matter. They told Nebuchadnezzar that. We're not going to bow. We, we don't care what you said. They said, Our God, whom we serve, is able to deliver us from your furnace and out of your hand. They had faith. Sometimes we face things and they just throw us into a tailspin. Hold on to your faith. Just be faithful to God and say, Lord, here it is. Lord, Lord, I'm just going to give whatever I'm facing to you. I'm going to place it right into your hands. And Lord, I'm just going to be faithful. Don't know how this is going to turn out. But Lord, I know that you're working for me and you're on my side. Lord, and you're going to, I'm going to just trust that somehow you'll deliver me. You know, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, they didn't know at that time if the Lord was going to deliver them from the fiery furnace. They told Nebuchadnezzar, even if he doesn't, be it known to thee, O king, that we will not serve thy gods, nor worship the golden image which thou hast set up. In other words, we're going to remain faithful to our God. We know he is still in control. We know he will be faithful to us no matter what. And there did come a point where it became very evident we're going into that furnace. The Lord has chosen, we're going to walk into that fiery furnace. Seven times heated, no less. Shall we change our minds? Would this be the time to recant? Maybe God has lost control. No, we're just going to be faithful. We're going to be faithful no matter what. You know, something did burn in that furnace. The king's ropes. The ropes that bound them. Those things that were holding them. That's what burned. The fire set them free. When Nebuchadnezzar 
looked in there. These are his words. I don't see four men. I see, I don't see three men. I see four. And they're loose. They're not even tied up. We bound them. They're walking around in the midst of that furnace that I had heated seven times. He said they have no hurt. Here's the beautiful part. He said, and the form of the fourth is like the Son of God. Who joined them in the fire? They remained faithful even though they didn't know if it was going to be on the other side that God delivered them. It doesn't matter. We're going to remain faithful. And the Lord joined them in their trial and walked with them freely. You want the Lord to walk with you? Just be faithful. You say, Lord, I'm going to be faithful. God is still in control. I love their attitude. Even if He doesn't deliver us on this side, why, we're still going to be faithful. And you know, that really may be the situation in some cases. Revelation 6-9, John saw those under the altar that were slain for the Word of God and for the testimony that they held. Sometimes the deliverance may be on the other side. But if you read on there, it says this, that they were given white robes. Yes, why they remained faithful and they stood true to their faith in God. Why they were given a white robe, every one of them. That's deliverance on the other side. Why uh, they're spending a full eternity with God in heaven. God has not lost control. And He still will exalt even those ones. What a wonderful thing. What a mighty God that we serve. Take note of this. That one day everyone will know that you remaining faithful was the right thing to do. You may face persecution at church, work, wherever you are. And we, we do, and we will. But there will come a day when those that persecute you will have wished they were in your shoes. They will wish that they had remained faithful or even turned to God like you are now. And they'll wish that they had done that themselves Roman 14.11 says, For it is written, As I live, saith the Lord, every knee shall bow to me, and every tongue shall confess to God. One day your remaining faithful will be something that everyone will wish they had done. One day they'll know why you live the way you do. Why you act the way you do. You won't seem so out there. They'll think, this was what I should have done. Why did I not do that? Glory be to God. He will exalt you. What a blessing. I, I, I've been thinking a lot lately about how it's going to be the day 
we get to see the Lord, as it says, uh, there will be the trump of the great archangel, and the Lord's going to open up the skies. He's going to come, and those that were uh, had died first in the faith are going to rise to meet, or they're going to meet him in the air, and those that are alive and remain are going to meet them as well. Why we're going to see Jesus, and I think that's going to be a real happy day when we see our Lord face to face. And I'm excited for that day, but I've been thinking a lot lately how excited the Lord is going to be to see me. You know, the Lord's going to be excited to see you. We're the bride of Christ, and He wants to see you. Oh, how precious it is. Why, when you look and think of Jesus' smiling face, looking at you and saying, Ah, there's my child. You've been faithful. Oh, I'm so happy to see you. I think we think a lot of how happy we'll be to see Jesus, but he'll be happy to see us as well. What a precious day that's going to be. And it says that he's going to confess us before his Father. Wow. Jesus speaking your name to God. Put your name there. This is, put your name there. Isn't that going to be special to hear him say your name? Psalm 101.6 says, My eyes shall be upon the faithful of the land, that they may dwell with me. Just be faithful, we'll dwell with them. Isn't that wonderful? What, what a hope we have. Not only is he in control, but he sees everything. Nothing is hid from him. Why would we want to be anything less than faithful? If you don't know the Lord today, you can just this morning. We have, thank God, another opportunity to pray. Another time to get to know him. And you may say, I don't know how to pray. That's fine. All you have to do is just tell the Lord that. Lord, I don't know how to pray. He'll help you. He'll come. He'll just come there right, right there and help you. Just tell Him what's on your heart. Lord, I, I'm sick of this old life. I just want to get rid of it. I need your forgiveness. You know, that's praying. That's praying. You just tell the Lord what's on your heart. Praying really is that simple. And He'll just come in, simply forgive your sins. He'll give you a wonderful peace and joy in your heart. He'll make you ready to see Him. And then you just be faithful. You just be faithful. That'll get you to heaven. You don't got to worry about it. You just be faithful and the Lord will get you to heaven. Continue on. Seek after holiness. The Lord will sanctify you. Don't rest there. Say, Lord, I, I want to be baptized with your precious Holy Spirit. The Lord will do that. He's faithful. If we're faithful, we'll find Him more than faithful. Saints, just be faithful. God will meet you. God will guide you. He will lead you. He will take you to what is all of our destination, heaven. This earth is just temporary. James says it's just a vapor, this life. It's here, a little while gone. 
Eternities forever. I want to spend it with my Savior. I just want to be faithful. 680 is the song, but if you don't know the Lord, this is your chance to pray. The Lord has given you this opportunity. May He just come down and do whatever you need in your life today. God bless you as we pray.